Last home game of the season, probably the last night game of the season. Another top 10 opponent comes to Athens. This time it is the Old Miss Rebel Bears, whatever they are. What do the dogs need to do to get this win on Saturday? What should you be nervous about? And what are you maybe not thinking about all of that today on the Locked on Bulldogs podcast? You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. Today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. More on them in a moment. I am Daniel. Clint is uh, somewhere in a cave, mentally and physically preparing himself uh, for tomorrow's matchup against Ole Miss. Listen, we spent all week talking about this team. We spent all week dissecting what Georgia needs to do on offense, what Georgia needs to do on defense, how they match up, how we feel. We've made our predictions but all of that is in the past, and now we are, maybe as you're listening to this, we're 24 hours or less from game time. How are we feeling about this game? Uh, what are we excited about? What are we nervous about? And what should you not sleep on? If you're new to the show, thanks so much for being here. Love having you. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the audio podcast. If you're listening on audio, consider subscribing to the YouTube Wherever you are, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment, leave us a rating and review. All of those things help us out a tremendous amount. I know it might feel like the show is big and there's lots of people listening, so it really doesn't matter if I just do these little things like hit the thumbs up on YouTube or if I you know, do something like leave a five-star review on Spotify, but it really does make a huge difference in the show. If you love the show and you're part of the 199, you can always share it with a friend. Um, that would be uh, crazy helpful. As well, so let's jump in to the Ole Miss Rebel Black Bears. They are, uh, as you know, coached by Lane Kiffin. As you know, Lane Kiffin loves attention. All publicity is good pub publicity. And now heading into this top ten matchup in Athens, Lane Kiffin, this this audio is leaked. It comes out where he is, you know, degrading a player who stepped away from the team. Listen. I don't care what you think about that situation. I don't care what you think about Lane Kiffin. I don't care what you think about players stepping away from the team. I don't care what you think about mental health. I know how I think, but none of that matters in terms of this matchup in Athens on Saturday. If you think Lane Kiffin is going to be distracted by that, if you think that's going to divert his attention away from the program, you don't know anything about Lane Kiffin. He thrives on this kind of energy he thrives on being the center of everyone's attention whether it is for positive reasons or for negative reasons he doesn't care he loves these matchups because it gets him in the spotlight and it feeds his ego and it allows him to be on everyone's radar that's what lane kiffin wants the unfortunate thing for lane kiffin is that when he gets in these matchups uh, against highly ranked teams he has done incredibly poorly i don't see that changing on saturday Let's talk about what I'm most excited about. Number one, I mentioned in the open, I'm most excited. It's the final home game. 
It's senior day. It's a night game. It's Sanford Stadium. It's going to be electric. The Georgia Tech game is not going to be a night game. It's almost always a noon kick in Atlanta. So this is probably until the college football playoff, because we know the SEC championship game will be a four Eastern when it always is. This is Georgia's last night game of the year until the college football playoff. This is Georgia's last home game of the year. And this is the last game that we're going to see a lot of these dogs that we have grown to love. Guys who have led this program. We're going to see Brock Bowers not on the field, but we're going to see him participate maybe in the festivities because I expect that this will be his last game in Sanford Stadium. We're going to see Cedric Van Pran and guys like that because it will be their last game in Sanford Stadium. There are so many of these upperclassmen guys who have led this team back-to-back national championships. So I'm excited for them. I'm excited to see them play one more game between the hedges, under the lights, in front of what will be an insane crowd. I'll tell you the other thing I'm excited about. I'm excited that the weather appears to be clearing up. Now, a lot's been made about the weather in this game. Uh, uh, At some point this week, it was up to like an 80% chance of rain. It was definitely going to be raining. Now, I've said all week, I don't think that necessarily is going to impact the game one way or the other because the only way that it impacts the game is if the rain is just driving and the field is sloppy. Think about the Kentucky game several years ago. If it that kind of atmosphere could impact the game. That being said, everybody, everybody's talking about the rain possibly slowing down Ole Miss's passing attack. Guys, Georgia relies a lot more on the pass than Ole Miss does. Georgia relies on Carson Beck timing receivers getting open down the field. Georgia is the team in this matchup that I think would struggle to just line up and run it because they have to every single play. And so I'm excited that there might not be as much rain as was originally forecast because I think that actually favors Georgia in this matchup. I think that actually helps Mike Bobo and this offense do what they want to do because if you get this game into a phone booth and it's just our offensive line against their offensive line, our backs against their backs, I still like Georgia in that matchup, but I don't like us nearly as much as I do if Carson Beck and Mike Bobo have the full complement of weapons available to them. So I'm excited about the weather. I'm excited about senior night. I'm excited about another monster game on a monster stage in Athens. It's going to be a lot of fun. That doesn't mean, though, that I'm not nervous about some things. I'm nervous about many things that I will tell you about right after these. But first, let's talk about eBay Motors, ebaymotors.com. That is the place to go. Let's say you're fixing up a car. You're trying to flip it. You're trying to sell it. Listen, the, the used car market right now is insane. So if you find a car that needs a little bit of work done, needs a little bit of fixing up, or maybe you have a car and something breaks, something goes wrong, and instead of paying astronomically high money for a new car or another car, or to pay a mechanic to fix it, you decide you're going to fix it yourself. eBay Motors is the place to go. Don't walk into the auto parts store where the guys don't know anything about what they're selling you. Go to eBay Motors, put in the make and model and year of your vehicle, and then every part you select will automatically tell you whether or not it's going to fit. It is the eBay guaranteed fit. It's only available to U.S. customers, but if you're in the U.S., 
the parts that you select after you enter the make and model of your vehicle, the parts that you select will, there'll be a checkbox right there and it'll tell you that it is guaranteed to fit only available at ebaymotors.com. The right parts, the right fit at the right prices, ebaymotors.com. All right, what are we nervous about going into this weekend? Um, I'll talk about a couple things that I'm nervous about, and they're both on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, No, I got one on the offensive side of the ball, too. I'm going to give you a three-pack of things that I'm nervous about. For a game that I am confident Georgia's going to win, I am nervous about a lot of things in this game. So we'll start on the defensive side of the ball. I'm nervous about Georgia's ability to defend deep with the corners. Now, Ole Miss, we know, likes to run the ball 58% of the time. Ole Miss, we know, likes to run the ball with their quarterback, Jackson Dart, incredibly athletic, very physical runner. They like to run with a quarterback. Already, we're having flashbacks of the Auburn game in um, uh, in Auburn, where we got run all over by the quarterback, and he really hurt us scheming. Hugh Freeze did. Now Lane Kiffin comes to town. He's going to have seen that. You know that that's going to be a part of what he's trying to do. And so immediately the safeties are engaged up around the line of scrimmage. Whether they're physically near the line of scrimmage in the box to start the play, or at least their eyes are going to be keyed in to the backfield because it's an all-hands-on-deck to make sure that Jackson Dart can't beat us with his legs. What's that going to do? It's going to create one-on-one matchups on the outside, and what did we say earlier in the week? Ole Miss only throws the ball 42% of the time, which is relatively low compared to other successful teams. They have a pretty skewed um, high percentage towards the run, but when Ole Miss does throw the ball, they're seventh in the country in yards per attempt passing, which means that when they throw it, They throw it deep. They gain a lot of yards. It is successful, typically. And so that means Dalen Everett and um, Julian Humphrey going to be on an island. Now, listen, I know I love Kamari Laster, and I I don't fear that matchup at all, whoever he's on. And I know Julian Humphrey's getting a lot of love and a lot of good feelings coming out of the Missouri game. But, guys, there's a reason that this guy didn't start uh, every game this season. There's a reason I don't even expect him to start this game. I think it'll still be Dale and Everett coming out there as the second corner. The coaching staff um, obviously still has some reservations about him. We've all seen the reason to have reservations about Dale and Everett. He's he's looked susceptible at times. And honestly, Eli Drinkovitz was absolutely picking on him in that game last week. It was very clear that the plan was we're going to stay away from Kamari Laster and we're going to go at whoever is matched up against number six. I expect Lane Kiffin to have a similar philosophy and it makes me nervous that those corners, because of the because of the pull of the quarterback run game, those corners are going to be put on islands and are going to be put to the test. Second thing that makes me nervous is the physicality up front to stop the run. Quinshawn Judkins is an incredibly physical runner. I know Ole Miss, you know, reports are the starting right tackle is is potentially got hurt in practice and is out for this game. But um, I know Ole Miss likes to run the football. And if we've seen anything from this Georgia defensive front is that sometimes they can absolutely struggle to be physical in tackling, be physical in the run game. We have seen um, difficulty 
from this Georgia team, particularly last week against Ole Miss, Schrader and the Missouri run scheme absolutely gashed Georgia. And so that's concern number two. Can Georgia hold up one-on-one on the back end? Can Georgia be physical enough to hold up on the front end? And then concern number three on the offensive side of the ball, um, Old Miss loves to turn you over. They are very good at turning the the opponent over. And so this, I mean, it's simple. It's the case in all games. Georgia has the talent advantage in this game. Georgia, I think, has the matchup advantage in this game. Georgia has the coaching advantage in this game. Georgia's at home. Georgia's playing in front of a raucous crowd. All signs point to Georgia. What's the one thing that can flip all of those things instantly? It is the turnover um, battle. It is Carson Beck putting the ball in harm's way. It is potentially a wet ball and Kendall Milton or Dejan Edwards putting one on the ground. Turnovers could be enormous because if Georgia just goes out and handles business, they might not cover in this game. They might not win by double digits in this game. But if Georgia just goes out and plays an average vanilla game plan, they should win this game nine times out of ten. And so turnovers are obviously a thing, as always, to be nervous about. All right. What are the things that maybe you're not thinking about, the things that maybe you're sleeping on, the things that nobody's talking about going into this matchup? Let's talk about those right after this. First, though, let's talk about Jace Medical. Listen, you and I spend a lot of time talking to each other. We get fired up about wins and losses. We talk about who's starting and who's sitting, who deserves to be where on the depth chart. And I love the connection um, that we have. And today I want to chat um, about Jace Medical. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medications and you realize what that means. Bring on the extended travel, bring on your next natural disaster or supply chain issues because you are covered. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis or Revialto. Um, it This is possible all because of our friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your free 12-month supply on, of daily medications. Remember to use the promo code Locked On at checkout for a discount as well. Verified customer had this to say about Jace Medical. I'm thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to get by. I ordered most of my daily meds within a year's supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit, and now I feel safe. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone that you love would like to get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it is offered for you. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase at jacemedical.com. What should you not sleep on? Welcome, by the way, to the 199. Hey, listen, if you're already over on the subtext, we greatly enjoy hanging out with you. We love spending time on the subtext. Game days are the most fun days to be a part of the subtext. And so there's a link in the description. If you go and read the description, you can find that. Um, So go do that. Um, uh, We love having all of you on the subtext. Uh, you can also reach out to us via email, lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. Would love to connect with you that way as well. All right, what 
um, should you not sleep on going into this game? Now, the rumor all week was you shouldn't sleep on Brock Bowers potentially playing some snaps in this game. He's running. Maybe he's ahead of schedule. Maybe he's doing this. Listen, don't sleep on Brock Bowers not playing a single down in this game or next week's game against Tennessee. They're going to be very careful with Brock Bowers. And, and listen, it has nothing to do with Georgia trying to go back to back to back national champions. Now, the best thing for Georgia is to get through these next few weeks, wait until the SEC championship game, and then bring Brock Bowers back. That's the best thing for Georgia's national title hopes. But that's not the reason they're going to be very careful with him. This Georgia coaching staff is not thinking about national championships when it comes to Brock Bowers' health. They're thinking about Brock Bowers' long-term NFL career. And the best thing that they can do for Brock Bowers is make sure that he is 100% healthy, that there's no, no chance of re-injury, make sure that he's completely good to go before he gets back out on the field. And so don't sleep on Brock Bowers not playing a single bit. But don't sleep on not Oscar Delp, I expect Oscar Delp to continue to play great. He's played great even before Brock Bowers was out. He will continue to play great even after Brock Bowers comes back. Don't sleep on Lawson Lucky, though, this week. Taking advantage of the, the remaining bit of his opportunity to see the field in extended minutes. And don't sleep on Lawson Lucky to remind everyone at Georgia that they're going to be just fine even after Brock Bowers leaves and goes to the NFL. So don't sleep on him having a big day, maybe even a touchdown catch, but being a physical part of the run game, I I, I would love to see that. I'm going to go one more guy on the offensive side of the ball. Don't sleep on a big day for um, our guy Dominic Lovett. I thought the Missouri game was huge for him. Not just because it was an emotional game and Dominic Lovett, former player at Missouri, you know, was a little bit extra juiced, ready to go up against his former team. Not just because of that. Don't sleep. It was huge for Dominic Lovett in that Missouri game, not just for, you know, whatever the, the emotional side of it, but because he was a big part of this offense right out of the gate and he struggled a little bit. He had a few drops. He he had some moments that, that were a bit of a struggle. And then the middle of this, the middle part of the season, he really kind of seemed to go away. There was a little bit uh, that, you know, the offense kind of went in some different directions. He didn't seem to be as, as much of a, a part of the offense. Don't sleep on Dominic Lovett reemerging after that Missouri game and establishing himself as one of the four go-to wide receivers on this team. You got Rara, you have Lad McConkey, you have Marcus Roseme, Jack Saint, and Dominic Lovett being the fourth one of those guys. Those four guys give Carson Beck so many options, so much security, knowing that they're going to run great routes, that they're going to make the catch, that they have the ability to go yards after catch, make any play into a big play. You combine that with guys like Oscar Delp in the passing game, and Georgia's passing game is going to be just fine. Don't sleep on Georgia. This is my last one. Don't sleep on Georgia flipping the script in this game and jumping out to a big lead early and then sitting on it the entire game. Don't sleep on Georgia coming out fast. They have they have come out slow over and over and over again this season. They have struggled out of the gate. Opposing offenses have looked absolutely fantastic. We told you going into the Missouri game 
that that Missouri's offense right out of the shoot was going to march straight down the field. They did. We told you going into the Florida game that on the opening drive, Florida was going to march straight down the field. They did. Georgia has really struggled against opponents' game plans coming out of the gate. The Auburn game, the same way. Honestly, the Kentucky game, the same way. Kentucky was driving and moving the ball in those first two drives before they shot themselves in the foot. Don't sleep on this being the game that Georgia is finally able to flip that around. The defense comes out and gets a couple stops early. The offense goes down and scores 10, 14 points in its first two drives. And all of a sudden, the game is out of hand before it even really gets started. And then you see Kirby just start to stretch that out. Just milk that lead and sit on the ball and try to get out of here with a win against a top 10 team so that he can get ready for what I think will be the the Georgia's toughest test of the season, which is on the road at Tennessee next week. So don't sleep on the dogs coming out fast. Good Lord. I, we could all use it. We would love to see it. It would go a long way towards helping our anxiety, but then don't sleep on in the second half. Maybe Ole Miss starts to creep back. Maybe Georgia Runs, you know, runs the ball a little bit more, tries to milk that clock, and you see Georgia just kind of sitting on a double-digit lead. Maybe Ole Miss comes in, gets a backdoor cover. It's why I'm not crazy about the line in this game. I mean, I do think Georgia's going to win. I think they're going to win comfortably, but the backdoor cover will be uh, will be an option. It will be a possibility, and so because I, I expect once Georgia has a a, a lead, I expect them to wanna to get this game over with as absolutely as fast as possible. Enjoy the game, everybody. We will be back on Saturday night, Clint and I, reacting as we always do. If you're not on the subtext, consider hitting us up on there, and we will see you guys on Saturday night.